This is an Odyssey original. This is War in Ukraine Daily. I'm Charles Feldman. And I'm Mike Simpson from the KNX Odyssey Studios in Los Angeles. Here's how deeply Russia's invasion of Ukraine could be changing the security environment in Europe. Even Switzerland, famous for its commitment to neutrality that's been in place uh, through many, many wars, is um, getting closer to NATO, inching that way. Finland and Sweden, two longtime NATO holdouts, now taking formal steps to join the alliance. Switzerland's defense ministry calling for closer ties to NATO. They're pointing to the security threats posed to all of Europe by Russia. The invasion of Ukraine could touch off one of the biggest European security realignments since the end of World War II. But it looks like NATO's expansion is not without its complications, however. Turkey's president continues to voice his hesitation to approve Finland and Sweden's memberships. And a bigger NATO could mean a more hectic alliance with more potential for disagreements. But one way or another, NATO looks set to become a lot more fearsome as a military alliance. Not exactly what Vladimir Putin had in mind when he launched his war in Ukraine. Danny Bello is a professor of international relations at Webster University in St. Louis. He's an expert on NATO-Russia relations. Professor, thanks for being here. So uh, are we now living in a world where staying neutral doesn't equal safety anymore? Well, uh, what we're seeing is since February 2022, there has been a significant escalation in terms of uh, Russia's ambitions to uh, create security for itself, what it seems like um, in Eastern Europe. It's creating a lot of insecurity and hostilities, and remaining neutral is becoming very difficult considering what we're seeing happening in Ukraine right now. But what, so what we're seeing is a, what, a, a major realignment of, of the sort of post-World War II world, at least when it comes to Europe, yes? Indeed, especially since uh, the end of the Cold War, what we're seeing right now is a tectonic shift in the security architecture in Europe and uh, Sweden and Finland's uh, desire to join uh, the North Atlantic Treaty Organization is certainly a part of that. Does anything stand in their way, Sweden and Finland? The president of Turkey has had some things to say. Uh, why would he not be happy with this? Well, uh, what we're seeing um, coming out of the foreign ministry and uh, President uh, Tayyip Erdogan is a claim that um, Sweden and Finland are harboring uh, people who are essentially in opposition to uh, Turkey's uh, ruling leadership and uh, basically will take significant negotiation with Turkey to convince them to vote along with the other NATO members. And their vote is certainly critical uh, to accept Finland and Sweden. Are there sort of unforeseen, and I suppose by definition, if they're unforeseen, we can't foresee them, but but are there things that might or likely in your mind to be negative repercussions of this sort of realignment? Well, what we're seeing um, being articulated right now by the Kremlin is um, a promise that uh, Moscow will take certain measures uh, to counter this, what they perceive to be a hostile uh, action by NATO. What that will entail, we don't know. Uh, but it will certainly uh, entail a, a deterioration of relations, especially between Helsinki and Moscow. Um, and uh, what that will entail, we'll just have to see. But we have to be very cautious and take the appropriate measures to be ready for any sort of development. What about other countries seeing what Sweden and Finland are doing and, and starting to, to think about themselves? Switzerland, famously neutral. We mentioned them before. Um, what are they making moves towards doing. There was some talk that they're going to train more with the uh, NATO countries or at least have more open communications with the NATO countries. So they're they're almost inching closer than they've ever been before. 
Well, uh, we also have to keep in mind that Switzerland is uh, removed um, geographically from um, Moscow and uh, the border with Russia. Sweden and Finland are, Finland has a 1300 kilometer border with Russia. So they're essentially on any front line of potential hostilities and Sweden is close by. Switzerland is in the center of Europe. It's part of the European community, but the threat for Swiss, for Switzerland is uh, nowhere near the other two. The uh, the future for, for Vladimir Putin, um, one would have to suspect that even though early on people were saying he, he was probably too cloistered and maybe was given false information or bad information from his own military leaders, one has to presume he's not an idiot. He must realize what's going on, and he sees now what's happening with Finland and, and uh, Sweden. Uh, in the long run, what does he end up doing? Because he's kind of boxed in, and everything that he wanted to accomplish, it seems as if the exact opposite has happened. That's exactly right. Um, the Kremlin tried to divide the U.S. and Europe uh, for a number of years, and we're seeing the U.S. and uh, Europe uh, being more united than ever. Um, the challenge here is um, that the only way uh, for this to be resolved is through negotiation and de-escalation because any alternative in terms of military actions uh, can have devastating consequences. So what needs to be done is to create some sort of uh, face-saving off-ramp for the Kremlin uh, to de-escalate. And also um, there has to be a clear indication that NATO will not um, back down. But again, the off-ramp for the Kremlin is key and some concessions may have to be done on our end uh, to achieve that de-escalation. Danny Bello, Professor of International Relations, Webster University in St. Louis. This is an Odyssey original. Find us and others on the Odyssey app, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher.